Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome to a wet, soggy Las Vegas. It is raining here today. Schmutzy. Man, that was just somebody. Schmutzy? That was just somebody putting their armpits up. Of course. You never heard of the word schmutz? It's a Yiddish word. It's meaning dirty. Isn't it? After yesterday's air quality? No. Schmutz? Schmutz. Schmutz. It's. S H M O O T Z. Well, that's the that's the English spelling. Wait a minute. You want you want the Hebrew letters? What? See, he said it better without his teeth. Aaron Phillips, <laughs> the chief, Mr. Matt Mullen. We're all here today. We got a lot going on. Yeah. Wow. We had a big. We have a big run sheet today. A lot to talk about. Clash at Clash at the Castle, the AEW event, which then, unbeknownst to all of us, had a second event, <laughs> untelevised, which has made big news. NXT had a big show, uh, lots of, and pop culture. We had the passings of some people this week, which we'll talk about later on in pop culture. 702-329-6947 for everybody to give us a call. <coughs> press the number one, especially if you're listening on the app. Download the Go Live Vegas mobile app. We'd love for you to listen and call in. Check us out on YouTube and every other place, wherever there's social media, because pretty much Matt's got us anywhere and everywhere <laughs> that we can be heard, and we're thankful for that. Good morning, Jennifer out in Hawaii, where it's still about only 6 a.m. out there. Um, happy for you, Jennifer, that your parent-teacher conferences are, were over. Um, anyway, send us messages in our chat, of course. Twitter, hashtag thoughts kind of anywhere. Or if you want to get into a Twitter battle with Matt during the show, <laughs> what is it, at TCA702? Yep. There you go. So if you want to communicate direct with Matt during the show, do that and send him some messages. So, gentlemen, how are we doing this week? Matt, what's cooking in your world since we last met? Hasn't been too bad. Just dealing with crazy people at work. and You have a good one ready for us? Yeah. Or somewhat good. Well, see, quick. I'm ready for you today, dude. <laughs> I got the shirt rocking today, the shirt that I'm wearing. Story time with Matt. You can also get at the thoughtskindanywhere.com website on the shop tab. Chief, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing outstanding this week. Listen, I want to do a shout-out real quick to uh, Tim Graham's wife, Heather. Uh, I got a message last night from uh, our uh, resident historian, Mr. Burnett, that uh, Heather had a heart attack yesterday. So uh, shout-out to Tim and Heather, and uh, Heather uh, heal up and uh, get back on the road with us. Absolutely. Good morning, everybody in the chat room. Jennifer, Ronald, and everybody that I know is listening across the board. Um, man, a lot going on. I mean, guys, this past week... Fisticuffs. <laughs> pulling hair. <laughs> Biting. Biting. Exactly. Protecting the puppy. Well, we'll get, we'll get to... Well, as, as I'm, I'm, Jerry Lawler would say, the puppies, right? Chief's got a rant ready to go. I'm sure at the bottom of the hour, you can see he's getting ready for his uh, warm-up. He's warming up here in the studio. By the way, thank you for the box of WD-40. I haven't officially signed on to your You're page. You're welcome. But I brought a can of WD-40, and people hopefully will notice that there's no more squeaking in the chairs. So You're welcome. That, that case of WD-40 work, there it is. There's Chief's OnlyFans page yep. with the case of WD-40. And he signed on now for only negative 99 cents. Yep. Chief will also send you his fitness video. And $10 out of his pocket for buying the video. And I'll autograph it. And I'll autograph it. There you go. All right. Gentlemen, shall we get started? Ding, ding, ding. It is time now for <laughs> I Hear Voices. Rumor is Roman Reigns refuses to... Uh, what's that? I don't get my story? Oh, that's right. Let's see your story. 
Well, he was ready to go, too. No, no, no. Don't point the fear at me, Chief. You I see were... how it is. I'll just go. It's cool. And I had the shirt on, too. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. No, no. Chief, you were ready to go with me, so don't just point it at me. Don't just point at me. You're the one that was ding, ding, ding. Exactly. And it's time now. I was now. helping the producer out. And it's time now for Story Time with Matt. Story Time. I'm cutting these guys with off. Now Story Time with the Enforcer, Matt Moss. I have a funny one yesterday. I was working at Heart Attack Grill, and this guy goes to the outside bar and just decided to start cussing out and flipping off one of the waitresses. So she grabs me and is like, hey, this guy won't leave. And I was like, cool. So I go outside, and I was like, bro, time to go. And he was like, you ain't going to make me effing get off this bar. I dare you to touch me. And I was like. Oh, say less, sir. <laughs> so I yanked him off the bar stool. Right on. And he kind of balled his fist up, and I just shoved him. I didn't even shove him that hard. <laughs> but this guy flew back like 20 feet and like flew. I was like, oh, whoa. All right. Was he drunk? Oh, he was pretty wasted. Oh, okay. But, and then there was another bum comes up to him once it was like, I helped him get up because I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Get out of here. Right. And this other bum was like, hey, do you want to deal with this security guy? We can both take him. And I was like, I'll take you both right now. I dare you to do something. <laughs> and then they both kind of went off. And I was watching them across the street because they both kind of started to come back. And the other guy that was trying to help him stole his liquor bottle and started running. So the other guy was like staggeredly trying to run after him. It was hilarious. Uh, Only in Las Vegas, what's folks. That, what, what's that thing about uh, honesty among thieves or whatever that statement is? What, how does that line go? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, that's what it kind of reminds me. I've never stole anybody's liquor, so I can't no. tell you. Oh, man. But you know what? One of these days, maybe the next time, God forbid, there's an, a, something going on down there at Heart Attack Grill, ask one of the waitresses to like video record. I think there'll be some fun video to see you do that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just, I just, you know, I think it'd be good. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Though, <sighs> what gets into people? I wonder if they were locals. Were they local bums? That, that's yeah. Know, so they're, they're all local bums. They're all locals. Hey. Well, are they really local? If you have nowhere to go, and technically you just sleep on the street, so the whole world's your house, pretty much. That's, that's you know, I mean, don't get me, don't don't get me wrong, guys. I've done some crazy stuff when I used to drink. Okay, right. and, and and I mean crazy sure. stuff. But I look at it today, and, and uh, you know, I thank God. I thank my friends. Mm -hmm. uh, I thank myself to where I'm at today. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, wow. And look uh, what it's brought you to TCA. <laughs> All of that brought you to TCA today. The fastest and hottest wrestling talk show. Yeah, but I, I give it. <coughs> I get abused on here all the time. Yeah, but you love it, though. You yeah, like it a lot. We, right, this exactly. Is, this is true. I got to tell you, if we, <laughs> go, if we go two hours being totally nice to Chief, you know he's going to walk out of here wondering, what did I do wrong and piss yep. those guys off? Yep. <laughs> exactly. All right. Exactly. Now, Are it's we time ready? for, I hope so. It is time for I Hear Voices. Rumor is Roman Reigns refuses to turn his character babyface. And I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. How do you build him up for two years as the biggest heel in the world, and then you're going to turn him babyface? You know what? I'm glad he spoke up and said that he didn't want his character mm -hmm. to turn. And 
applaud out to WWE Creative and the people in charge that they're actually working and listening to the wrestlers that things are getting better. Well, I think they're only listening to a handful of wrestlers. Well, I don't know. I heard this, I heard possibly <coughs> that uh, uh, Dewdrop's partner who threw the mask Nikki. at her uh, right. uh, Tuesday night, uh, supposedly she's going back to her old, her old ca uh, character. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, hey. that, that's a long time coming, regardless of good or bad creative. Yeah, but still, that's not that's she's not a main eventer like no, Roman. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. you know, I'm going to stand on my laurels, All right, sir. Stand on your laurels. Thank you. <laughs> just, <laughs> so just don't there. forget. Don't forget Hardy. Go ahead. Your I think it's for that. sure it's a good move. He's like the best heel in all of wrestling at the moment. Yeah. And he has been for a while. And you can't have him turn before next WrestleMania where nah. he's supposed to you know, go against a rock. Even like talking about press conferences like I'm sure we are earlier, I was listening to the Clash at the Castle one. And that's how you do a... If you're the biggest right, heel in wrestling, yeah. that's how you do a damn press conference. Right. Thank you. They were like, oh, how was this in Cardiff? You should have acknowledged me and left. I was just like... <laughs> Right, he went after one reporter who made right. He's still right. That, that, you're right. That I mean, that is a throwback to, that's, that's to, a, way to, to an do old it. style, be a, a heel character. Hell yeah! Of course, back in those days, they didn't have media scrums like they have today after events. You know who I? You know who reminds me of? Toru Tanaka and Mr. Fuji. Mm -hmm. Those suckers, man, they were hated. Yeah, and uh, you know. George Animal Steel, <laughs> until he turned good, you know, with Miss Elizabeth. But before that, yeah, but he bull, couldn't talk. Bulldog anyway. Bob Brower. Yeah, but George Animal Steel couldn't talk. Remember, in one word, even though he was a genius and a teacher <laughs> yeah. during the school year. But on you ever you ever watch his Hall of Fame speech? Uh, I, I did when he first got inducted. It's been a while. Go watch it again. All right, it's we'll good. It's good. Jennifer says I watch Fremont Street live streams, and the bum antics are funny. Good morning, Tom Crawford out there. All right, let's go hey, to the next Hey, good morning, topic. Nick Burnett. Rumors people in AEW believe Thunder Rosa is exaggerating her back injury as she came out with the injury hours after being told she was going to lose the belt. Thoughts? From what I've heard of, like, AEW, she's been a pain, but between, like, sandbagging opponents she's had, like, a reputation for and... Being mm -hmm. difficult backstage, I can see it, but I can't see it because if you're the professional you say you are, why would you be that mad of losing a belt? But maybe she's hurt and just, like, exaggerating the extent of it maybe, but okay. we'll Obviously, see. We don't, we don't know, right? We, we really yeah. don't know the injury length, Chief. Well, uh, I'll use another example. Uh, we have a Vegas Golden Knight who just had back surgery uh, out at Mount Sinai in California and uh, by a reputable doctor. And he's already back on the ice skating. Not, not necessarily going to be uh, uh, you know, in the right. physical practicing before the start of the season. But he's back on the ice already. So I would think if she really has a severe back injury that Tony Khan would spend the money, well, he, he would spend his dad's money <laughs> to, uh, to send her to a reputable doctor um, and really have her back checked out and, uh, um, and uh, 
you know, really have her back checked out and see if she sure. is injured. Absolutely. And if she's not injured, then, then you know, the, the people backstage know that she's blowing smoke up the ass. Now, now, Thunder Rosa, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, she was prominent down in AAA and in Mexico is that yeah. before really coming up here. So she's really been, and correct me if I'm wrong, really been in the mainstream of <coughs> USA wrestling a year-ish. Because remember, she started the crossover events coming over, what was it, to AEW from NWA or whatever it was, yeah. right? So she's been in, in, I think, the United States public eye, except for those who are hardcore Mexico fans of wrestling, AAA, Lucha Underground, and all that. Um, a year in-ish, a year-ish in, <laughs> to take this kind of position of being a diva is really what this kind of all alludes to, right? Yeah. She doesn't have that kind of juice to want to back out or, 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 I don't know. It just Has she been this way all these years in all the promotions that she's wrestled in? As far as I know, she's only non-sold, so to speak, that one match on AEW that, made public, you know, that was public eye a handful of months back, right? Yeah, I've read somewhere, too. She used to do that in like Mexico and okay. other places, too. So I, I guess then in a way where there's smoke, maybe there's fire. Who knows? Yeah. Next topic before we go to break. Rumor is there will not be a draft until after the NFL season. So we're talking March of 2023, given that it'll be a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do we really take stock in the draft anymore? Do no, because really everyone's always, but all the important people will end up on both shows. I.e., Braun Strowman. Depends on storylines. Right. And Strowman's back already, and he's been on both shows. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, I think the draft and the separation, and all, unless, of course, Fox has their hand in the decision of wanting a draft to mix up the pot to get different talent on the Fox channel. But for SmackDown, I mean, really, there's no sense to it. That now is a Vince idea. Now with Triple H in charge, you can be like, I'm not doing this whole brand split thing anymore. So there might not be a reason for a draft. To begin with. Yeah, absolutely. And then why have a draft before WrestleMania? If they say after the, I mean, after the NFL season. Like once it hits January, there's really no point of that happening. Well, again, thinking if you go through to the Super Bowl, which is usually, what, the first weekend in February, from that point to December 31st of next year is any time after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. You're not going to have a draft before WrestleMania and mess up any chem. I mean, you're not going to move, you're not going to move Roman from SmackDown to Raw ahead of... I mean, it doesn't really matter. He's going to face The Rock, so it's, it, it's moot. But I can't see shakeups on rosters before WrestleMania. No, definitely Maybe after, not. as a fallout. But. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when they do have to draft, I hope if they do it smartly, which I think uh, WWE is, uh, you know, with Triple H in, in charge now, I think they're, they're starting to to get back into the old swing of things. I hope they include NXT in the draft. Interesting thing about NXT. Next Tuesday, they'll celebrate one year as 2.0. And, and I hope they go, I hope 2.0 goes away and it just becomes NXT again. And there's many people hoping that it would go back to the gold and black brand. And so the birthday present would really be to the fans for dumping that particular um, style of NXT. Okay, with that, it's time for our first break, because when we come back, what's that? Nothing. We're on beat? No. When we come back, we're going to flip the script from what we usually do. We usually start with WWE, but how can we not start with AEW? And I'm going to start the conversation of AEW by letting you know what Chris Jericho's 
Mount Rushmore is. I just saw it come up in an article. That'll get us talking before we get into the other stuff of AEW. <coughs> You're watching TCA straight out of Go Live Vegas here in Las Vegas. That's Matt. That's Chief. I'm Aaron. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! Go Live Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate commercial or event and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas all right welcome back thoughts kind of anywhere 702-329-6947 if you're outside the united states 1-855-502-4321 press the number one in either case join our conversation i'm gonna get the aw stuff started by talking about chris jericho's mount rushmore but first you have pulled up information regarding one previously aforementioned Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. She debuted in 2014. So it's uh, almost so, eight years. Yep. And has also appeared in the World Wonder Ring Stardom, Impact Wrestling, and National Wrestling Alliance. All right. There so, you have it. And she's a former uh, MMA. MMA fighter. So, so she's been in the industry eight years. Good morning, Brandy. Come on. Good morning, everybody. I, again, I'm going to say, you know, if there, if she really has a severe back injury, I would think that Tony would go to his dad and say, I need some money to send her to the doctor. But here's my other thought. We don't know that that didn't happen. That, this is true. Here's my other thought. Matt, Matt brought up a little bit earlier that um, Roman Reigns is probably the best heel on TV today. I, I want to say that him and MJF are probably the two best heels in the business today. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, let's get into it. Let's, let's change gears into AEW. And I want to start off by sharing with you an article that I saw just before we went on the air, popped up on my news feed. Chris Jericho, now part of AEW, so that's why I'm segueing into AEW. Who? He was asked about his Mount Rushmore wrestling. Who? Everybody's asked about Mount Rushmore's. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to take one guess as to who might be on the list each? I'm going to say it's a Canadian heavy 
list? Um, not heavy. No, it's not. Huh? But it is, there is a Canadian on there. Bret Hart. No. Killer Kowalski. No. Dynamite Kid. No. Jericho. Nope. No. No. A Canadian? Mm-hmm. The but, chop on Twitter you, says if the elite leave, leave them alone, they are what makes AEW stand out. Go ahead. Keep going. You, you're all around it when you say the hearts. Owen. Owen Hart is the one. Uh, speak into your microphone, Chief. Yes, sir. We lost Hello. Chief's microphone again. Hello. Can you adjust the wire a little bit underneath there? No, no, just, just, just like last week. Hello. Hang on. Yep. Use this one in the meantime. Let's switch mics and then we get that one looked at. And it just went on its own, too. All right. So here's his Mount Rushmore. Owen Hart is on that list. I don't. Okay. Shane McMahon, uh, Shane McMahon, Jesus. Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart, Ricky Steamboat, and Hulk Hogan. That's his, that's his Mount Rushmore. Oh, wow. T Whoa. Test, one, two, three, four. Test, test, test. You're working, you're working. Test. So that's his Mount Rushmore. Can Michaels, you, Hart, you? Steamboat, and Hogan. Michaels, Steamboat. Can you get in front of the microphone a little bit just to make I'm, sure we don't I'm, lose your I'm, sound? I'm I know, you're pondering. Pondering. Let's see. I don't. Th I don't think Chris ever worked Steamboat. I don't think so either. Uh, Chris and Steamboat was called WrestleMania. I don't know. I'm not 25? sure. Twenty-five. I'm not sure. <laughs> did, I don't did know. They I'm a thousand percent sure he wrestled oh, at WrestleMania. I might have. I might have been at sea then and missed it. So well, I, he he was probably there. I okay, bet. that's why he knows uh, it. No, I just remember Owen. Watching. Owen. I'm sure they wrestled Hogan. Yeah, I. I, I, I you know what? That's not a bad list That's from the GOAT. No, no. From someone that is considered a GOAT. Okay. No. Let's switch fully into AEW. All right. We can talk <coughs> about all the results and everything from their, their major pay-per-view, but the bottom line is, gentlemen, that everybody's talking about the untelevised match, <laughs> the false count anywhere match that took place after the media scrum, uh, really starting with CM Punk's comments during the, the media session. And... Um, uh, Burt's that go hard on Twitter at refreshing time says the most important dude for AEW is Moxley, followed closely by Punk and Eddie. I don't know if I agree with the last two, um, in my opinion. Again, to me, Punk's whole tenure at AEW has not, I don't think, has been what everybody's expected, like when Brian Danielson joined. However, that's a discussion for another day. I like Eddie. Eddie. Eddie gets over with the people. Has he been there from the beginning, though? No, but he gets over with Yo, the people. Oh, he does. Uh, absolutely. I, I, that know, I'm not, I can't disagree with. I'm not absolutely. talking about from the beginning. I'm talking about yeah, you know, today. now. I think Eddie's one, one of the fellas that definitely gets over with the people. He gets over. I don't know if I would consider him like one of the big, huge draws, mainstays of that whole company. but Well, the rest of them are all in trouble now. He's the only thing. Well, him and Wardlow, so... RP on Twitter shares with us at iFan2206, I think Elite, including Hangman, jumping ship to WWE while Punk stays in AEW <laughs> will be his Joker origin story. Not bad. That's, All a, right. that's good. So let's, let's talk about this. So, talk to me. So talk Punk, to Punk me. goes off with Tony Khan sitting next to him <coughs> in the media session right after the pay-per-view and said some things that really was many people are putting equivalent to the pipe bomb when he was with WWE. Um, your thoughts on what he said before we get into what happened backstage afterwards? I think sometimes it's called ignorance. First off, the facials of Tony Khan were freaking hilarious. Okay. As like 
CM Punk was going off. But just to think that this all started because of freaking Colt Cabana of mm-hmm. all people is insane. Nobody cares about Colt Cabana. Nobody. And but the... Sorry, Matt. Oh, you're fine. But, like, him going in for himself, he should have, like, cleared some of the stuff with Tony and being like, hey, can we talk about this? I just want to get it off my chest. And then he started going after the EVPs, and I was like, uh oh, you well, might be in trouble. Right. It wasn't just Cole Cabana, because, like you said, he was going after the Young Bucks, he was going after Kenny Omega uh, as well. So, Hangman Page. Well, Hangman. and we saw the start of that in the ring the week before when they yeah. had their thing on camera. So let me ask you a question, like, like you just said. What's, all right? <clears throat> what's the big difference if Cole Cabana's in AEW? Or Cole Cabana's in ROH. Explain Nobody it. cares. That's it. Exactly. Except and for I, his buddies backstage. And that's I didn't. It. And I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that, that, you, that, that's that was okay. My thought. So, so here's the thing. You kind of alluded to this, Matt, in, in a way. I don't know if anybody. I don't know if you intended to or not. I don't know how many people are talking about this. Is it a work? Because of what he said, okay. <clears throat> During one of our breaks, and, and Chief's going to touch on this in greater length, he supports what Tony Khan did on television this week in terms of the titles. Okay? If you're, as a boss, if you were Tony Khan or I was Tony Khan, and I have one of my employees saying what he said that's detrimental to me and my company, would you not have stood up and just fired his ass right on the spot for insubordination or whatever? Because these guys are independent contractors. They can be let go and released at any time. You've got to remember Tony Khan's a wrestling fan. I, I understand that. I, I get that. So that's a detriment in my opinion. However, um, Lomank, Lomank, Monk, I'm sorry if I'm messing that up, in, uh, at Manson Manclan in Twitter, on Twitter. CM Punk is the first two-time champion in AEW who has never successfully defended his title. Absolutely, but to me, obviously, his two title reigns, both one ending in, ending in injury, and then this whole thing, I, in my opinion, almost makes a mockery of the heavyweight title, does it not? I mean, the way things have been going down, okay, the injury aside, but it almost <clears throat> makes the match that happened at the event mean nothing because of what happened. They stripped him, and now, you know, our Chief said maybe giving it back to Moxley, whatever. To me, it just... Loses a little shine on all this, doesn't it? It's kind of funny going on Twitter and watching everyone try to defend CM Punk out of all this. Mm-hmm. And there were some people even comparing him to Roman Reigns. How? CM Punk has been a two-time AEW champion, and he has a total reign of both championships of five days. <laughs> That's a great stat. I didn't know that. Five days wow. he has been champion. Wow. Well, so again... You know, Triple H has got to be watching all this and be like, I fucking told you so. Robbie at Twitter says <laughs> at right at uh, let's see if I can say this. Uh, Masakados, M-A-S-A-K-A-D-O. Anyway, AEW, I like the avatar, though. AEW diehards really don't have a clue how much the elite do not matter to someone that didn't start watching AEW specifically for them. That's a great point. If you're a casual fan that just tuned into AEW as, as someone, oh, there's an, not even a casual fan. A non-fan with all the talk that went around AEW nationally for, what, about a year? Yeah. Right? And you're just tuning in. Do you really even know who the Young Bucks are? Do you really know about the Bullet Club and all that other stuff in history? Nope. Do you really care? Like you guys were saying, do we really care? Now, I granted, they're an executive. I still go back to Tony Khan, wrestling fan or not. You're still the owner of the company, even though you're funded <clears> by dad. 
your name is there, you're signing the checks. If you have an insubordinate employee like that and says what he did off script, presuming that he went, he went on a shoot, would you not have stood up and just fired him right there for insubordination or could released you, him as an independent contractor? Could you honestly imagine someone in W? Could you imagine like a Seth Rollins or a Roman Reigns doing that at a WWE press conference directly in front of Vince McMahon? I don't think he would have got like five words out before that whole thing got shut down. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally agree with that. Triple um, H or Vince. I don't think either of them would pull right. up with it. No, a- absolutely. So, so some of this debacle, or as here's another word Chief might like, because he, he likes throwing out the big words, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. You like that one? Kerfuffle. Even with your teeth in, you could say it. Kerfuffle. With those Fs in there. But Tony Khan, though, yes. Was he right what he did on Wednesday? We'll debate here in a few minutes. But again, as an employee, you're insubordinate to me. You're an independent contractor. I can release your ass at any time. That's what surprises me about all that happened there, that that did not happen at that point. I think if it was anybody else, they would have got fired because Tony Khan's had a thing for CM Punk and Chris Jericho since before AEW. So, well, I think you would legit have to punch him in the face (laughs) to get fired. That's possible. How about Kiss My Ass Club? (laughs) I'm going to start one of those again. All right. Anyway, so here's what I'd like to do. Chief, are you ready for your rant? Roll. All right. We're going to go to Chief's rant. Then when we come back, we'll pick up what actually happened after Punk had his comments when everything was going on in the chat room. So with that, it is time now for the Chief's rant. Hey, good morning, folks. It is the Chief. My three minutes of fame is now 2.58, but I'm going to take maybe possibly more than three minutes. But I'm going to get right into it. I want to go into the, uh, the, the so-called fight backstage at AEW. Uh, first things first, I want to applaud Tony Khan for coming out Wednesday night and stripping the championship belts both off of CM Punk and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I think that was the right move. He did it as soon as he possibly could on TV. We'll never know what really happened behind the curtains, as I said to my co-host this morning, other than what we read on the dirt sheet. But I did a little digging, and I want to throw, I, I throw this one point out. Between, between CM Punk, Omega, the Bucks, and Hangman Page, who are the, one, are the people that were uh, alluded to for the most part, except for Ace Steel, and I don't know what he makes, uh, we're talking $11 million in salaries between the five people. Okay, $11 million. Punk's at three, Omega's at three, Page's at three, and the Bucks are at two. They get a million a year. And uh, the other point I want to make is you would think as uh, executive vice presidents of the company you would uh, uh, act a little better uh, from what... I understand, I guess, uh, somebody's wife was backstage and uh, some, pup, some puppy was backstage, Mr. Punk's p- puppy, uh, and Kenny tried to uh, um, 
protect it? Well, you know, maybe things aren't done yet. You know, I, I saw that uh, maybe there'll be some um, uh, legal ramifications coming out of this. But you know what? Maybe we're going to see the damn SPCA get involved <laughs> because there was an animal backstage <laughs> that was put in danger. And PETA. And PETA. Okay. Oh, and then they'd be like, there's a pigeon on the roof right. during the mass shooting. So uh, we I really, uh, you know, stop and think about it. So, I mean, we can laugh about it, but you know what? It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame that stuff like this happens and uh, that we have to hear about it and we have to see it. My thought is, and I, I said this to Matt and Aaron before we went on the show, I think the easiest thing would have been is just when Punk and Moxley had the match, just left the belt on Moxley, then you wouldn't have been into trouble like you are right now. Although it's going to be a good tournament, don't get me wrong. Great people, it's already started. And I'm glad to see that Pac and uh, uh, the... the uh, Death Triangle. Yeah, Death Triangle won the trios belts. I, uh, you know, they're finally getting some just due. So uh, to Mr. Khan, uh, don't let the boys in the back push you the hell around. If they give you any shit, fire their asses. It's that damn simple. Doesn't make any difference what their names are. Okay? That's the Chiefs rant today, over and out. All right, there you have it. Um, I, I want well, you touched on, oh, so here's a tweet that came in while Took you were doing Exactly. This is uh, at your My November, and he's got an avatar there of uh, AJ Styles. I just like how WWE is at its highest morale while AEW is at its worst. It flipped so hard recently. That's a great point. Because, but I will say this, and, I, and I've said this a couple of times over the months. When Jonathan Gresham was wrestling in December-ish, putting the title on the line with ROH, he was already talking about how he was unhappy and leaving wrestling or leaving that organization because he had no communication with Tony Khan and the executives. Nothing. There was no communication. And then we heard that from many other wrestlers thereafter, right? So maybe there are some backstage operational issues because, as Chief eloquently said earlier, Tony Khan is a wrestling fan. And he should obviously, hopefully, not be putting the wrestling fan, his heart, ahead of his mind as a business owner. I think he finally got a little smart once he started naming like all these other vice presidents of stuff to like deal with literally everything because for the last two and a half years it was just him. Well, uh, and well, between the soccer team, right, the Jaguars, AEW, no amount of cocaine can keep you up for 900 hours straight to deal with it and all. Disclaimer, so disclaimer, we're it. not saying he's doing cocaine, by the way. That's a Fremont Street thing. <laughs> no, but you're I think right, it's a Jacksonville right. thing, too. Ja but. Uh, but he's not overly involved in the Jaguars. His dad is, right? He owns yeah. the Jaguars. No. I mean, he's, he's at every game, and he does okay. like all the stats. He's like the oh. statistician guy or okay. something. Okay. But let, let me ask you a question. They're, what, three years in now, right? They just celebrated their third year? Yeah. yeah. Just keeping the yes. numbers right? Yes. You're building a company. Yes. You had Cody Rhodes yes. at the beginning who was supposed to... all gone downhill since he left. There you go. You're stealing my thunder. Why did Cody Rhodes leave? No, no. but I, No, that's not... I'm, I'm glad you said that, but that was not going to be my, my thunder. You're building okay. an organization. Any business. If unless you're like, like me, okay? I'm a, I'm a sole proprietor. I am me doing what we do. I don't need a staff. Someday I'll have a staff, okay? You're putting together a wrestling company. 
Yes. Would you not build infrastructure from the beginning of of you handle this, you handle this, handle this? Don't and, and don't think you can handle a, a, that's Tony. That's on Tony Khan's shoulders, Man. not to have those executives in place from the beginning. Even if you don't know where you exactly need them, to me that should be standard business one on one. Is you create a foundation of a business that will support itself because you have you're delegating. Right. I mean, I think he was kind of doing that at the beginning. He was like, hey, Bucks, you guys do this. Kenny, you do this. Cody, you do this. And then I think it just turned into a power struggle between all the little between the EVPs. And Tony was probably like just to calm people down and be like, I'll just take care of it. It's fine. Just do this. I'll take care of that. Just do this. Try to keep the peace. And the next thing he knows is like, crap, I'm doing everything. Right. And, and you said ever since Cody left. This is where it's gone downhill ever since Cody left. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Will Hudson. Yes, Will. See today. Will, Will. Top of the morning. Here's my thought. When you, as Mr. Khan is the owner, well, his dad is of AEW. Okay. You have to put, you have to put somebody in charge backstage. That's got a big set of gotchies. Gotchies? Gotchies. Ah. You want to clarify that? No. Gotchies. Look it it up. Melons? Cajones? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) So here's here's my thought. Here's my thought. You want somebody like that? Put Dustin Rhodes in charge backstage. He won't take no shit from no one. And they're either going to get on board the ship and right the ship or... Let him go see Mr. Khan. Mr. Khan, you're fired. That's how you fix the problem. Lomance. Lomance. I'm going to say Lomance with a question mark. Again on Twitter, thank you for staying with us. Kenny Omega is a TNT title away from being the first Grand Slam champion in AEW. My question, does it matter for AEW, something like that at this point? To be the first Grand Slam champion? Yeah. I mean, it is history, but... It's always history be the first one of anything, really. True. And that's a great thing, which, by the way, nice segue. UWW number three, December 10th, the first champions will be crowned at that event. We'll get more into that in a little bit. So you can check out uwwfed.com or they're on Facebook as well. TCA will be there in some form or another. We're going to be there doing something. Uh, I'm seeing everybody. I think Cody Cody read the handwriting on the wall, and that's why him and his uh, wife, his... Brandy? Beautiful wife uh, left, and Cody went to uh, WWE. I was going to say, with the whole Dustin thing, he was kind of there for the whole Cody thing, so I don't think he'd be anywhere near management. The ultimate banana Williams. What, what, what Dustin's been through in his life, and as tough as his skin is right now, I think he could... He could put not up. as tough as you think. Maybe yeah, he doesn't want yeah, it. Maybe it he was approached. And but uh, Ronald puts in the chat room. Put uh, William Regal in charge. The ultimate banana, Williams. Who on, said that? Who? Ronald on Twitter. I mean, Ronald in the chat room said, "Put." Re- so let me try reading the ultimate banana, Williams, for the third time now. Okay, at go Rocky ninety four two four three. So the young bucks sent feelers out to WWE. They're not going anywhere. They're not leaving AEW. But, of course, people thought the same thing about Cody. Would WWE want the Young Bucks at this point? Do you think the, uh, Hunter would be interested in the Bucks? 
I think he'd be more interested in FTR than the Bucks. I think he'd be more interested in Cody, or I mean, uh, Kenny Omega of the three. Okay. But they had their chance when they left Ring of Honor to go to WWE, and they wanted way too much money, so they were like, no. Well, that goes back to the old saying that the grass is not always greener on the other side, right? Maybe water your own grass at some point. Well, and, and you know what? You, get, you get, kind of get hooked by titles, right? I mean, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody with Tony, and, uh, and we're going to build this thing. We're at the ground up. Let's build this together. You're executives. You're this. You're the ground floor. We'll do this forever like WWE. And then it's just not happening as smoothly as everybody thought you, that they you would. You know, here's, here's the kicker, though. The one person you haven't heard anybody, you haven't heard him say anything about any of it, is Hangman Page, when Punk went off on him. You, you didn't hear Page come out and say anything. He's probably like, I don't need advice from anybody. I don't need to say anything. I'm really, really good at my job. Yeah, <laughs> you know? That, that could be. And, and that's, that's how I look at it. You know? I liked Hangman until I heard him say that statement. I was like, bro, really? <laughs> but don't you think it was a work? What, him saying he's good at his job and he doesn't yeah. need advice from anybody at yeah. all? No. Yeah, I think it was a work. Because was, was, wasn't he at one time feuding? He's a good guy, though. Why would you say some dumb heelish shit like that? Wasn't he at one time feuding with the GOAT? Who? He was feuding with Jericho at one time, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's still a good guy. So why would you say yeah, I don't need to take advice from any legends? But that's why he said it. He said it. To piss Jericho off. Stop it. Stop and think about it. I think I did. You're wrong. I th well, <laughs> you, you on that note, listen. We're gonna you let them always think. No, don't cut me it's off. It's commercial time. I don't care. You always think. No, we got two minutes. No, I don't always think you're wrong. I don't always think I'm wrong. I follow. That's what makes debating fun, though. You can't both agree. I don't on the always same think topic. you're wrong. It just wasn't during it's that feud. It was like a month ago. I don't. Go, I go by the clock that's minutes. on this. I go by. The, we got two minutes. I, we got a lot to do. I'm trying to get our commercials out of the way. Bullshit. You're watching TCA. We'll be back. <laughs> Man. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephiroth, too. I'm here with my man, Big G. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count, anyway. This is the essential character EC3 on behalf of my dear friends and thoughts count anyway. The podcast for your mind and your deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Casals, aka Marty the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse. 
former Finesse Division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching this. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zoo, from the hit movie Friday and from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Devari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning, Thoughts Count Anywhere. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. All right, welcome back as we come around the quarter turn for our number one as we have SmackDown from last night running here in the studio. All right, a couple of quick items last. Real quickly, yes or no? Should Punk have been fired on the spot? Yep, absolutely. I agree. Okay, Malachi Black has been given a release with a six-month non-compete. However, he can always go back to AEW without any hesitation. I mean, obviously, at the end of the, the pay-per-view, he was saying goodbye. So he had to know something official was coming, in my opinion. Five months and 29 days, he will be in WWE. There you go. I, I hope if it's uh, something health-wise or um, personal-wise, I hope he gets it taken care of and uh, we see him back on the big screen. Which Very say soon. Five five. Five months and 29 days? Whenever that was, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so if you go from, that. like, Vince I'm McMahon messing with you to I'm the point of it was either him or Drew McIntyre main eventing WrestleMania right. and beating Brock Lesnar. Yep. And that was one of Triple H's ideas. He's like, my wife's there. The guy who wants to push me to the moon is there. Bye. See ya. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. In, I'm in favor. Check, please. I'm out. Uh, last comment on AEW. Sammy Guevara goes to the next round of the championship tournament, as well as Brian Danielson. Who's your winner in that tournament? If you were to pick one right now, who remains? John Moxley. And I'll go, go again. MJF will probably cash it in his chip on him or something. To, it has to be Mox. It has to be. Why yeah. does it have to be? Why not Brian Danielson? Danielson doesn't want it. Danielson doesn't. Danielson would rather do what he's doing right now. <laughs> and I'm the wrong one here. And who gets in that business and doesn't want to be champion? And uh, he, Danielson would rather train. Well, does he need a championship? No, he doesn't no. need a championship. Nobody so needs a championship. Well, well some it's do, it's but there are some that don't, and they're still championship level. In my mind, it's got to be Mox. Okay. It has to be. Okay. Okay. The, you know, as I said earlier, they, if Tony wanted to fix it and, and, and Punk was, you know, here, w if Punk was really hurt, which I guess he is because he's going to be out another eight months, fans, uh, why not leave the damn belt on Moxley? Just because the show was in Chicago, so what? They're, they're both going to put people in the seats. Leave the belt on Moxley. They've already essentially set up Moxley versus MJF, so the writing's kind of on the wall of what's about to happen. 
Speaking of MJF, if you've been sleeping in a cave the last week, <laughs> don't have television or internet, MJF was revealed as the Joker in the, not the chip, the, the hanging chip, like the hanging Chad. <laughs> we'll call it the hanging Chad <laughs> from election time. But basically the equivalent to money in the bank was that chip, and the Joker won the chip, who later revealed was MJF. Wow, what are you looking at me like? That? The salt chat. of the earth. Don't is you bang. remember the presidential election with uh, what's his what's his, Al Gore and he was yelling about all the chads in Florida that were still hanging. I'm not on that the old. I don't remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers the George Washington one where he had like punched the hole through. <laughs> Chopped the cherry tree down. <laughs> yeah, they counted like, votes by I cherry got, trees. I got you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I, there, there's, you know what? I, I, I what do we got part here? of me agrees that Mox would be a choice to win, and ultimately, I think it will probably lead back to MJF. But uh, I would think the final's going to be Moxley and Brian Danielson. Danielson probably. Yeah, I could see that. Triple H for president on Twitter says at HHH the number four president. Fans want to cancel CM Punk for his back, backstage comments in AEW. But blasted WWE for years when he was difficult to work with there. MJF put it best. Your opinions suck. Your opinions change at the drop of a dime. And then you pretend your new opinions are the same as your old. My friend Triple H for president, if, you'd been, uh, if you've been following wrestling as long as I have, uh, you would understand the wrestling business. So uh, uh, my... I can have my opinions, you can have yours, and uh, you have a good day, sir. Tom Crawford says, doesn't anyone think the AEW champion could be anyone other than Moxley, Punk, or MJF? Well, I put Danielson's name in there, just because, just because for now. I don't know, just to shake it up away from what? all of that, in my opinion. I, I would not see MJF as champion, that's all I want to say. Yeah, and, and ultimately, How I about Wardlow? How about Wardlow? He hasn't been in the title scene for a while. Has, has he been on TV lately? He's a TNT champion. He was just on TV. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. But you're, you're welcome. Right. I don't you, know for what, you, but you're welcome. If you would watch wrestling once in a while instead right. of just trying to get it off of the, the, the notes, you right. know who's on and who's not on. I mean, at least if I go to sleep, I tape record it so I can go back and watch. Well, that's because you're retired and have time in the day to watch the shit you record. Some of us work all day. And work out twice a day and, like stupid and, idiots. And, and, what, <laughs> and what time do you get off work? One, 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 two thirty. I'm at two, home, two, and I'm out working out at three thirty. Then my wife is home, so and you, I do dinner. So you have an hour between two thirty and. And how long is the show? You could what? Three hours. Right, three hours. You can't so even what? fast forward through three hours and get done in an hour. No, Bruno Rivera on Facebook well, says what off. What do you got? Antiquated uh, machines. You can't I have your TV. Man. What can I tell you? Norberto Rivera says, off topic a little, you guys going to be at tomorrow's New Japan show? I will not be. I, they're in town. Where are they, where I'm are they at? I'm planning on to where Sam's Town. Sam's Town? Norberto, I'll be there for sure. These other two jabronis, they don't know if they're coming or going. So My wife not, tells me So you're not going to get a straight answer out of them. I said brother. no. I will be there. I gave a straight answer. I just answer. said yes. And I, I said no. Well, you're not there. listening to your own show. See, I finally got straight answers. We got to put it on Wikipedia I, so we can look to, it up during have, the show. When I, have to, when I have to get straight answers from And he has to use his stick to point the, hit the buttons, his play toy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so gentlemen, we have about seven or eight minutes left in this uh, segment. Uh, what is that? I'm go I saw that in the preview screen. Go ahead, put that up there. Go ahead, put it up there. I don't know why we're not. Well, teleprompter, that's messages from him. So 
This person right now is being cut off. Cree, well, foolish, uh, cower. Wow, Aaron, you are so useless. You know what, Cree? Who Fuck is, you. Who is Goodbye. Who is I have that? no idea. It's on Twitter. What's that? No, you, didn't. you gave me a freebie on that one. What a jabroni. Uh, How is he more useless than a keyboard warrior? Please let me know. <laughs> and you can send that response to at TCA702, by the way. Matt will be more than happy to respond to you. Okay. I we, love keyboard trolls. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. All right. We have a lot of... Uh, let's, let's finish up with very quickly going over the results of the all-out pay-per-view as we go into our top of the hour. Is that fair? We can I like how he says we're useless, but... He's spending his time watching us on Twitter. What do you? I, that's, so that's who point. logged into who, bud? That's right. You had a reason to want to watch us. Anyway, let's go quickly down <laughs> the all. Still a freaking jabroni. That's right. You, we may yell and, and scream. You got a problem? Call in because the chief said so. Then I'll chat with you on the phone about it. Oh, give me that one. I like that one. <laughs> give me that one. This one we could frame. Niall Glynn on Twitter, at Niall Glynn, joking, you should also go read Aaron's book and work. There you go. Read my book and go to work, Sierra. Thank you. God damn it. Which, by the way, the book's available on Amazon for $6.99. Misspellings and all on Amazon.com. <laughs> Let my voice speak. It's right here on the... Uh, Aaron is awesome. Thank you, Jennifer. My book right here on the counter, Let My Voice Speak to You, a book of motivation, inspiration, laughter, and all that other shit. Do you autograph them? I do. If someone buys them, I autograph them for 50 bucks, especially for that guy. <laughs> Lewis Thick, trolls and clowns, fuck off. Thank you, Lewis. Yeah, Love you, fun. Lewis. Good job, Lewis. <laughs> well, that's the guy we like on Twitter. There you go. Love it. All right, here we go. Joker wins the casino ladder match we talked about. Kenny Omega and Young Bucks beat Dark Order to win the trios championships. That didn't age well. No, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's true. By the way, this was, yes, that didn't age well. Jade Cargill, though, retains the TBS championship by beating Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon. That was a good match, too. It was. It got a very good rating. I saw bits and pieces of it. It was a good one. I'm glad I thought I really thought Athena was going to be the one to beat her, but now I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Britt Baker's going to be the one to finally beat Jade Cargill. Okay. But the TBS championship, though, is not the ladies' heavyweight championship, right? I mean, it's not the No, it's like title. their secondary title. It's like title, the Intercontinental title, but why would Britt Baker go after that and not go after Thunder Rosa and that whole thing? She probably don't want to deal with her pain you in the ass to- I know. Again? Do you mean Tony Storm? She's going up against Thunder Rosa? Who's, there, who's got the women's tight around her waist? Tony Storm. Tony Storm's an interim. I, and that's why interim titles, I hate interim titles. He's, she still has, she's still wearing the belt. Interim. It's not Thunder Rosa. Interim. It's Tony Storm. Interim. <laughs> it's he was bitching Tony about it when Storm. other people God were interim champion. When his hubcap's the interim champion, it's Son all okay. Bitch. Who's got the belt? Tony Storm. An interim Thunder belt. Thunder Rosa's hurt. She may not even be back wrestling. I'm going to clip this shit for last time. It's CM Punk's interim Damn. champion. This however, is stupid. Uh, however, unfortunately, some of this will not be able to make it up to David Zucker's stuff. That's the only thing. Good. All right, let's finish Damn. up. Let's finish up before we go to break. So, uh, Wardlow and FTR can't, beat can't Motor fix, City. Can't fix stupid people, but you can duct tape them. <laughs> okay. I don't like the muffled noise either. Thank you, Ronald. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Wardlow and FTR beat Motor City Machine Guns and Jay Lethal. Powerhouse Hobbs beat Ricky Starks. Something going on with Powerhouse Hobbs? I think he's in line for, like, a big push. He's a big boy, so he's... 
Would he be would he be one in line possibly down the road for the championship? Yeah, if they push him right and if they do right by him, I'm sure he could be like a world champion level in a year or two. I'm sure uh I wonder who's tra- I'm sure Taz is Taz is probably in the ring with him. Training yeah. him, I would think. Or Jeff, or I mean uh Chris. There's plenty think. of legends in that place to yeah. Yeah. get anybody and along if, quickly. You know, you're right. If, you, if you take their advice, if you don't Hangman pick, if you don't pick their brains, you're it's on you. Swerve in our glory beat the acclaimed to retain the AEW tag team championship. I really thought the acclaimed had that one. That was a super good match. I can't wait for the rematch at Grand Slam Dynamite. As was previously aforementioned by Chief, Tony Storm won a fatal four-way to win the interim women's championship. Apparently, that's Chief's new favorite you hubcap. Know, you know what? You know because he got mad mad. You know what? You can stick that interim up your ass sideways doesn't and rotate what it, it. Doesn't change it. What and it is. pull it out your fallopian tubes if you've got any. Wow. So I know he's not talking. He's to defending me. his hubcap so hard right now because <laughs> when it was the men's interim champion, he thought it was the dumbest thing ever. My. Christian, I have audio have evidence of this. Just so you know, my hubcap is on SmackDown. It's not on AEW. Christian Cage beat Jungle Boy after Luchasaurus turned on Jungle Boy. Now Christian's also going to be going away for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah he's so having the same. I think he's having the same surgery CM Punk is. I bet they both tore their triceps. So I'm wondering if the reason that they turned Luchasaurus is to keep that feud going, to have Lucha now yeah. go up against Jungle Boy while Christian is out. Chris Jericho beat Brian Danielson. Um... Tom Crawford says Samoa Joe is looking fairly formidable on last night's return. Sting, Darby Allen, and Miro beat House of Black, which was the aforementioned when uh, Malachi uh, was going out thanking everybody. We know about Punk. We'll skip that one. Death Triangle captured the vacant trios championship, which you guys mentioned earlier. A tournament will crown a new AEW champion with the finals at the Grand Slam show on September 21st. <laughs> that was because of the vacated titles. We'll see Moxley win the championship on my birthday. <laughs> there you go. Uh, a tournament will crown. Okay, we got that. And last but not least, thoughts on MJF's promo on Dynamite. Everybody thought when he started, he was, he, you know, his comments were very um, face-like. But it didn't take him long to get back into heel mode as he, as he started talking. Yeah, he came out like celebrating and crap. I'm like, what the hell is this? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, I don't like nice MJF. That's not a thing. And then once Moxley came out and he started going off, and I was like, there's the salt of the earth we all love. There you go. Uh, Ron, this is funny at All Out that MJF literally got a bigger pop than CM Punk did in, in Chicago. His own, in his hometown, right? Uh, Ronald says he wants to see Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Sarah on Twitter, Sarah slash Mrs. Cree, hopefully different, at Timothy Thatcher says, anyways, AEW stands for all Eddie Kingston wrestling now. He's going to be in town tomorrow. I'm gonna see, is he? I'm going to yeah. see Eddie tomorrow night. There you go. Him and uh, Wheeler uh, Yuta. Wheeler Yuta and uh, uh, Homicide. Homicide. All right. We come back after break. We're at the top of the hour. We're going to talk about the clash at the castle from last week over the results. Talk about the impacts of that on WWE moving forward. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere with Chief Matt and myself, Aaron. We'll be back right after this. This is the story of one man's incredible journey. From 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. 
Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. Go Live Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. All right, hour number two of the spirited Boss County. Aaron, yes, sir. Hour number one is in the books. There you go. But he said, where you have uh, last night's Spack- Smackdown on here in the studio. This Smackdown. This this opening six man from last night Jesus seems to be going on forever. Look at that. What a. Uh. That was a good match. Yeah, what? Well, absolutely was. That was a good match. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Clash of the Castle. Clash of the Castle. We did, uh, for folks who may not remember, we did a little bit of a review. Yeah. Watch along. We did a watch along. We reviewed what was going to happen. We gave our predictions. I think we kind of nailed the majority of them, if memory serves. I don't know. Yeah. Chief, I know, writes them down. But um, all right, so let's talk about it. Let's, uh, the opening match. Mad Cat Moss and the Street Profits defeat Alpha Academy and Austin Theory. We had that one five zip. What are, what are we going to do with, what are they going to do with Theory? Because you know he's not cashing in on, on Roman anytime soon. He can't, right? I think he's eventually just going to cash in on like the and United States title Oh, on the United, one of the lower titles? That would be a first though, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, a first to, to go after one of the lower They're the trying to make belts. like the United States title like a big thing, and they're doing a pretty good job at yeah, it, actually. Lashley, right? yeah. But if they really want to make it a big deal, if you're to cash in on Bobby Lashley and win the United States title, that would knock the title up a couple pegs. And those who already have feuded. If he was going to do a tag team, who, who do you think his tag team partner would be? That's a great question. I was thinking about that. I, uh, to go after the tag belts, but then you're going against the Usos, though. That's no guarantee what either. A, what about what about if if Theory brought Cross in as his tag partner, and they went after the Usos and beat the Usos? Just a thought. Not saying it's going to happen. Yeah, but Cross is in the in the title picture with yeah, Drew look, and Reigns and everything. Yeah, and I think it's going to be Cross and Drew 
That's what that's okay. gonna that's gonna be the feud. Now we, we know it won't be Gargano after what we saw on TV a couple of weeks ago when he returned. Oh, no. Right? No. Um Theory's way better off by himself. I don't even want to think of a tag party. Because no one's ever gone after the tag titles with the with the money in the bank. Well, it's always that, been that's there. that's what I'm thinking about. You know, nobody creatively nobody would think of that. Yeah. You know, to do a tag a tag belt like that. Baron Corbin. <laughs> I don't know why. I saw his name on the birthday list just now. Him, can you imagine? Like, how about Sammy? Well, I think they're kind of aren't they kind of setting it up with him and Kevin with the blood because we're seeing now Jay, right? He's kind of not going with the flow of the bloodline. At least some of the things I saw last night right, on right. SmackDown, which we'll see. So Sammy now kind of wedging in between. Jay's not happy. What about Sammy in uh, theory? Sammy does a. A stab in the back on him, and he knows how to beat him. Oh, on theory? Yeah, him and theory. And they they as part of the bloodline story to get rid of theory so he doesn't go after Roman's belt. Exactly. That's not a bad idea. Exactly. Not bad. Notice we're not talking about hubcaps, and he took all the bass out of his voice, <laughs> all of it. There's a I, I my <laughs> it's a commercial so. man. It's she, it's too early. She's not even been on. Speaking yet. of hubcaps, who Dem- is your hubcap on SmackDown? Who who do you think? Scarlett? Raya. She's on. Do you swear to God you're a wrestling fan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> I don't know who I'm telling, but I'm telling. Telling somebody. All right. <laughs> Damage control. Liz did talk to Liz this week, by the way. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Damage control beat Alexa Bliss. Asuka and Bianca Belair. That was a good match. Everybody too. saw that coming. Everybody knew yeah. Bailey was going to pin Bianca. Yep, that was a good match. Absolutely. Hey, did you, I saw I saw a picture last night of uh, uh, Sasha yep. and uh, her tag Naomi. partner Naomi, Naomi and Bailey and uh, the guy that ran ooh-ra, down ooh-ra, the ooh-ra. guy that ran down the Titus. ramp and slid under the <laughs> ring. Titus, Titus O'Neil. Titus uh, Worldwide. They, they was out last night. Uh, there was some mod- there was some at a ball game sh- at the Yankees. Uh, that, they were there, but there was a picture of Naomi and Sasha. Oh, they were that. modeling. They were in. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they, I did see. You that. know, but, uh, uh, yeah. Sasha's hair was was black. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but they were involved in a fashion show. They were walking the runway. Gunther defeated Sheamus, which was a tremendous bout last week, and they kind of continued their feud last night as part of the six man. You know, I haven't talked about. Our other show that I listened to, yes, they had a good, uh, good one about uh, possibly seeing Gunther and Roman in a title picture. It's possible. Possibly, yeah. I think there's a lot of potential good matchups for Roman now with Gunther and you know Kevin and Drew and Strowman may even get in the picture. So there's a lot of good potential. But the bottom line is, I think we're all in agreement. He ain't losing the belt before WrestleMania next year against The Rock. And we I don't know even think he's losing it at WrestleMania either. Right. And I don't think that, right. It, you can't put the belt on The Rock. That's strictly a get. Not that Roman needs any more help getting over, but a passing of the baton with The Rock taking the fall against Roman. And then after that, maybe what's the next pay-per-view after WrestleMania? Is it SummerSlam, the major one? After, after WrestleMania backlash is usually what no no that's the next one I'm talking about the next well, the, the big four it would be SummerSlam after WrestleMania yeah. right so maybe at at SummerSlam next year is when Cross Roman, versus Roman yeah and then Cross wins so who knows all right it's all speculation when's WrestleMania Aprilish could April, two nights I April-ish. got a question 
right, question. Could we see Cena come back for a match before WrestleMania? Depending on schedule, yeah. He can come back at any time. Against who? Who would you see him against? Roman. Didn't they already, as, do, they already as, did that? They already as, did no, that. no. Just as a warm-up match for The Rock. That's all. You know, Roman beats Cena up, okay? And I mean, he's, he's stomping him. He's, and you then know, Rock the whole, comes in and makes a save? The Rock comes in and makes the save and builds it up to... WrestleMania. The beating up a legend kind of thing and maybe yeah. do that like a month out from WrestleMania. Oh, so they're going to build yes. it up like that. He's got to start beating up like the legends of his own family. I want to see Roman just start going off and be like, I'm the real head. It's like take out Rikishi, take out, out the Wild Samoans. <laughs> you know, and uh, then The Rock comes out and being like, what the who's the real head of the table of this family? And then it's on from there. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me educate something here real quick. I would love to see Roman try to Put his hands on Afa or Sika. It's storylines. I would love to see it <laughs> because I I I could see the storyline building up, and when The Rock comes out to WrestleMania, Miss Etta's with him, and just points the finger, and says, "Enough is enough." I could see that as a storyline. They can go a lot of ways. They, they really can. They, they, that's the interesting made, thing about this. I made this. you think about that well, yeah, one, didn't absolutely. I? absolutely. That, but again, that's just part. There's so many ways because of the lineage yep. of that entire family, of who's involved in wrestling, who was, and everything. I mean, you can have your own battle royale involved with all I mean, the family members. I mean, I'd love to see Rikishi come out and give Roman a stink face myself. <laughs> you know, what the hell? Oh, my gosh. I just, I just throw it out no, there. I, there there's out so there. much possibility. Yeah. Liv Morgan defeated Shayna Baszler to retain last week. Of course, well, I don't know if, any, if everybody's watched SmackDown, but we now know who the number one contender is. Again, yet no surprise. Was, was there any doubt? No. Okay. No, not at all. So, uh, but let's talk about that match against Baszler. Um, obviously, Liv going up against Baszler with the technician of MMA and all the, the uh, tap-out possibilities. Whoever put that match together for them backstage as a producer, I think, for what I was able to actually watch as the match was going on during the show uh, last week, um, oh, here's where Jay, look, this is where Jay is starting to put the wall up with Sammy here. Yeah. Um, that... They produced it really well that Liv countered the submission holds, put Shayna into submission holds, and won basically on a reversal of a submission hold. So whoever produced that, I think, helped Liv kind of not, not go to a 10, but I think elevation of what she can sustain in a match against the Shayna Baszler I thought was pretty good. I think that was really good. And then, like, on their socials, they were showing, like, how she was training with Riddle and, right. like, MMA stuff. Right. So I kind of helped Riddle's status a little bit, too. Be yeah. Like, if I can help her. Sure. He goes, I can't beat Rollins, but I'll help Seth. <laughs> I'll help Liv retain her title. There you go. There you go. And you know what? Speaking, <laughs> I mean, speaking of him, one of the names we haven't really talked about as potential, you know, God willing, Randy Orton comes back 100%. Where does he fit into potential one last runs if his back is that beaten up from all the years of doing RKOs, which is what some of the speculation was, even he has said it. Um, hi, G Scoop Boxley on Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Um, where does Randy Orton fit into a potential, you know, heavyweight, you know, championship run one last time or something uh, as well? The Scoop Man's in the house. 
<laughs> it depends where the title is and storylines. Well, I can sure. see him getting involved right with Riddle again. Sure. Either tur- coming in and like directly turning on him or they have like another run as tag champions and then he turns on him and then goes after the world title. But right. Randy Orton can go a hundred different ways. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Edge and Rey Mysterio beat the Judgment Day afterwards. And then, of course, that's when uh, Dominic turned on uh, Edge and Ray. Uh, so we don't need to really harp too much on that because we've seen his presence now come out when he has uh, uh, come out with the Judgment Day with the slick back hair and, uh, and basically Ray is bitch. <laughs> that clothesline on Ray was... Oh, my goodness. That was woo. absolutely perfectly executed for what we saw in the ring in that, in that match. Right, Chief? Yes. <laughs> Told you we got to get him on Wikipedia. Uh, no, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking, and I've got all the producers for the Raw show last week. Okay, but I can't find the SmackDown one. Damn it! And that's what I'm trying to look. The, up. the producers, though, that I was talking about was for the Clash last week. Liv and Shayna. Oh, well, hold on. Uh, anyway, we see now here the point of last night's show when Solo comes out. To greet the bloodline as well. All right. There you can see on our TCA commercial. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, Seth Rollins beat Matt Riddle, which, uh, again, really no surprise in, in that feud. And last but not least, of course, speaking of the aforementioned Solo, Roman defeated Drew McIntyre with the help of Solo coming out to help Reigns retain. Really no surprise, I think. I think we kind of expect, we all talked about that, that that was a possibility. Yeah, he's... He had, Roman had to call the only cousin that's allowed to fly internationally. That's, that's true. You, do you, and you, you, do you realize that there's still one brother left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just started training. And one cousin that could come into the fold also? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jacob Fatu. There's even more than that because there's one of them that literally just started training like last week. What the hell was the name of it? Clash of what? Clash of the Castle. And he yelled at me last week for screwing it up. Maybe if you watched the show on <laughs> Saturday that I was in the studio, you'd know the name of it. <laughs> All right, before we go to I our... I was eating popcorn and That's peanuts and <laughs> he was potato having a good time. chips. I was having a good time. <laughs> There's my man. My man. Solo. The chief, the chief has the commercial with Sola. I'm part of the bloodline. Y'all don't know that yet, but just watch. <laughs> Real quickly, before we go to our first, first break of the second hour, NXT World Col- Worlds Collide. World Collide. Yes. Braun Breaker wins the NXT Championship unification match. Some people were surprised by that in the fact that people were talking about Braun maybe finally coming up to the main roster. I kind of thought he was going to lose, too. I thought he was going to the main roster. I thought him and Mandy were going to lose. Well, maybe with the one-year anniversary coming up uh, of NXT this week, maybe they purposely had them retain that perhaps on the anniversary show something's going to happen before they come up to the main roster. Who knows? You got something? Anyway, the SmackDown women's title, Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler, Mm -hmm. was produced by Jason Jordan. His name has been coming up quite a lot as a producer in some really solid matches, and, and... Tom put in the chat room that, uh, you know, Liv was crying most of the match. Okay, that's unfortunately, I think we have to accept the fact that that's her gimmick right now. Because if you notice the face paint on her face, right? She's got the glitter that kind of is coming off the eyes like tears, right? 
so I think that's part of I, I think that's part of her character, and we just have to deal with it. I think she just wears her heart on her sleeve, and like she's so emotional that yep. like when she was about to win the match, she kind of knew it was going to happen. So when she comes out at Extreme Rules, I think we'll know in about five seconds <laughs> if she's going to lose a title that's or not. That's right. Because she's going to be upset. That's her tell. You know, I, I look at this, and I, I didn't realize they've got Abyss, Petey Williams, yeah. Jason Jordan, Jamie Noble, mm -hmm. and... Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd and... Adam Pearce. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns was produced by Michael P.S. Hayes. Not surprising. Not surprising. He usually does the main events. And, and Tyson Kidd has been working with the women's division now for a number of years. Yeah. So um, good and, for them. And we do have a friend of the show that's going to be training down at uh, the Performance Center, Miss Santana Garrett. Mm-hmm. But we'll see her on December 10th as part of UWW. We'll talk about the well, matches. I'll see her. I don't know if you will or not. I'll see her. I'll be there. I'll be doing something. I don't care if I sweep the floor. I'll be there. <laughs> I don't care. Mandy Rose wins triple threat to, to unify the women's championship, which you just talked about that she won uh, her belts as well. Carmelo Hayes beats Ricochet to retain the North American championship. Yeah. That was they, a good match, and that definitely elevated Carmelo Hayes. Are they doing a repeat? With Ricochet still down there, aren't they? I, I yeah. think he's still down there. Yes. Going to, it's keeping this feud going for a little yeah, bit. He, yeah, he wrestled uh, the other guy this week, uh, Carmelo's partner. Oh, uh, uh, is that? Uh, I don't know. I, don't I, remember I, I watched name, it. I don't remember his name though. God, Matt. He watched it, but he doesn't remember. Good. I know you're thinking <laughs> something. I know you're thinking something. All right, last match on NXT. <laughs> Pretty deadly one, a fatal four way. I called that one. Titles. I was the only one that called yeah, that, Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. So, you know what? You look yeah. at last weekend. Last weekend huh. was filled with a lot of wrestling. And we've had that over multiple weekends over this calendar year. And, and right? good wrestling. Good wrestling. Good exactly. wrestling. Good exactly. Good storylines. And so now if you want to talk about being a good time to be a wrestling fan, with good wrestling pretty much across the board, this is the time to be a wrestling fan. Because when everybody was lauding AEW, right, and WWE's creative was in the toilet, and everyone's like, you know, yeah, it's a wrestling fan because you have all the choices, but now that everybody's doing really good stuff across the board, that elevates the fandom, I think. Yeah. You know, we, we made joke, we made light of it for months upon months upon months about creative writing and creative freedom, and... We, you know, we kind of put the thumb on WWE for a long, long time, saying that their creative sucked, mm -hmm. and it was AEW building up. Well, change your guard at WWE, and I think you're seeing the creative writing at WWE overtaking AEW. And, it, you know, what comes to mind to me is when it was uh, Raw and uh, uh, Ted Turner's WCW. WCW. And, uh, you know, WCW built up and uh, was given uh, WWE a good run for the money back in the day. And now uh, uh, I think we're seeing it again. And WWE stepping up, you know, with Hunter and... Uh, Steph and uh, Mr. Khan and uh, the new gentleman, uh, what's his name, that just took over there? You got his name Dan there. Ventrell. That's it. Former executive with the Raiders. Just took over with him. I, and, you know, I think, 
hey, they're putting a good product on, and, uh, you know, maybe if they come back out here, they might get my money now. Ronald Young helps you out here, Chief. He says, Trick Williams is Car Carmelo Hayes' partner. See, see my man Ronald down I in know. Florida? He's always got he, my back. Listen, he's like our, our crack research staff number two. That's as my well. man. Uh, Jennifer McCord says, I hope a wrestling match coincides with a future trip to Las Vegas. I've never been to one. Well, Jennifer, I, usually I know you're out here in December-ish. Um, there is the women's UWW uh, organization doing a show on December 10th. If you're out here, let me know, and we'll definitely make arrangements for that. So, okay. What do they have coming up? They have, uh, that, are they going to be coming back out for that one next yeah, year? Yeah, they're coming out. Yeah. Come, coming that, back that's out. Gonna Hopefully be they here. come out before that. That's going to be here every year. Before we Mr. Khan said every year we're getting double or nothing. I'm taking the man at face value at his word. Okay. If not, I might launch a missile at his ass. <laughs> Before we go to break, do you guys watch the WWE bio series on Annie? The biography series? Have you seen the, the last... Which uh, one? This past one, they went back and looked at WrestleMania 1. I, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. I, it's, it, tell you what, you're talking about bringing back memories. Of I don't need to watch it. I was there. Okay. Well, I watched it on, on TV. Okay. So, no, but it was just interesting to see the build up to it behind the scenes, the story yeah. behind it, yep. and how really Vince McMahon mortgaged the bank, mortgaged everything on WrestleMania 1. Worked out. It certainly <laughs> did. It certainly did. And, uh, you know, guys like Aaron Judge and Lamar Jackson, when you bet on yourself for success, that's pretty much what Vince did 30 some odd years ago. It was a 38, uh, 39 coming up in February. Yeah. Not bad, especially when you bring in. Um, all these people from the outside, the Billy Martins and such. Gray with an A exclamation Liberace. and Liberace at Mad, MadFag81. As someone who's only just recently begun watching WWE, I've got to say that Roman Reigns is objectively hilarious. I get secondhand embarrassment from half the things he does. Every time he says, acknowledge me, I decide that cringe is alive and well. I love when men are a-holes. Interesting take. On, on the head of the table. All right. On that note, what? we'll let Chief ponder that one. Uh, we're going to step aside for our break. <laughs> oh, wait, we got another one? Jennifer says, oh, it's going to be too early in December. All right, well, we'll keep our ears out for some wrestling. Make sure you message me privately for the dates that you're going to be out here, and we'll see what's going to be going on at that time. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. Chief, Matt, and Aaron. We'll be back right after this. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephiroth. I'm here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anyway. This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends, and Thoughts Count Anyway. 
the podcast for your mind when you need good thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Martin the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcasts. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcasts. Thoughts count anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zeus, from the hit movie Friday, and from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Devari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the devil in you. And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning, Thoughts Count Anywhere. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. I'm Matthew McConaughey. Welcome back to ThoughtsCon Anywhere. All right, we've got still a lot to do, guys. I'm just going to uh, kind of go through. There's one grouping of information on the WWE report, which I'll just put together as one announcement. Well, you can do that. You're okay, allowed. thank you. You're Former welcome. president of the Raiders, as we mentioned earlier, Dan Van Trell, has been hired to be the executive vice president of talent relations, which basically means he took over for John Laurinaitis' position. Now he has people power. Right, he has people power, and hopefully no red jackets, and hopefully he gets a new cell phone. Yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels was promoted to WWE Senior Vice President of Talent Development Creative, and Triple H was promoted to Chief Content Officer. And I think uh, Triple H's announcement for sure, and I think almost coincided with Shawn's, was because of the board of directors meetings and stock stuff, and they had, a, they, they had all that stuff going on a couple of weeks ago. So I think some of that was named in order to have everybody happy within the organization for stock uh, uh, purposes, I guess. Uh, Pat McAfee has taken a leave uh, of absence from WWE as he was hired by ESPN starting today as part of the NCAA game day coverage uh, that ESPN provides on Saturdays. And so now we get Corey Graves once again back over on SmackDown pulling double duty. Uh, it's a good opportunity for Pat, but we're definitely going to miss him on SmackDown. He's definitely one yeah. of the highlights of that show. Especially when Nakamura comes out. Hell yeah. You know, so <laughs> uh, I think he's been a bright spot. You know, I, I read something about his agreement. You know, he's no longer on Mad Dog Radio with his show. Uh, another, and it escapes me this Correct. particular moment. He was not fired by ESPN. No. He was not fired by Mad Dog Sports. Nope. He got a hell of a package to move his show to another entity. And again, his name, if anybody knows where it is, please let us know in the chat room or call us. So good for Pat. Yeah. You know, that, that he's had this kind of success. And now he was asked to be part of college game day. Good for him. And, and then we'll see him hopefully back after college season. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Supposedly after uh, the college season's over, he'll be uh, coming back to uh, – Hopefully, uh, SmackDown. Yeah, because I, I don't know if too many people can handle double dose of Corey Graves anymore after not having. I it that can't way even for a while. handle one I dose of Corey Graves. But he does get to go home to Carmella. That's I, I don't care about that. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm okay. happily married 35 years. I could care less about that okay. shit. Okay. I would rather see the guy that's down. Unless it was Tony Storm, then he. I'd rather see hold. the guy down at NXT. 
um, who used to wrestle come up and announce we announce on SmackDown. Wade Barrett. Oh, Wade Barrett. Yeah. I'd I've rather, got some bad news. I'd like rather that. see Wade Barrett on with SmackDown than Corey Graves. Just my opinion, though. Uh, so. Ronald says, it felt like I was watching SmackDown this morning while he was watching College Game Day. So Pat <laughs> must have been Pat. Uh, and I hope so. I hope ESPN doesn't put a, you know, any type of restraint on Pat in a way of, of him toning anything down. I hope they let Pat be Pat, so to speak, um, which I think will be good. Now that he's crossed over, I mean, think about that. Colts punter, NFL player, right? Um, has his show. Very successful on Mad Dog. Of course, I think a lot of that success came from always interviewing Aaron Rodgers a lot, right? Then he gets hired by WWE, not only on the mic, but he's in matches which gets mainstream coverage. And now he's over at ESPN. So, you know, uh, it's a good thing when people uh, look at good work and, uh, and applaud it. San Antonio was named the site of Royal Rumble 2023. Uh, that should be fun. They've, they've, had, they've had it down there before, haven't they, in San Antonio? San Antonio, as they say it, right? Yeah, that was when the Shawn Michaels beat Sid for the title. It was like his hometown. There you go. Bianca Belair says she wants to act in a movie with either The Rock or John Cena. Didn't she just sign a, a contract with... WME. Which is, part, which is movie production, right? Yeah. Right. So... We'll see her soon, I'm sure. So Pat McAfee's going to be announcing with Kirk Herbstreet. On College Game Day? Yes. Or Which the Bianca Belair movie that we're talking about. I, I'm just updating the fans <laughs> with my... I'm doing the crack research here. Uh, George Burton on Twitter says, at Gonzo Loves Buffy. Okay. Good afternoon to you all. I hope you all are having a fantastic Saturday. Thank you, George. You too. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, George. Knock it out of the park, buddy. Uh, Ronda Rousey earns the title match at Extreme Rules, uh, winning a fatal four-way. Uh, no surprise there. I think Captain Obvious was refereeing that match, right? Oh, yeah. And then here's, I, I like the last question you have on here. We talked about the return of Braun Strowman on Raw last week. Bulldozed through those tag teams, right? And now he appears on SmackDown last night and pretty much does the same thing, especially with the Alpha Academy. Except, Everybody's, when, except when he fell. Well, all right, he had a little foot problem, yeah. had a little malfunction. Yeah. But uh, we saw him give a powerbomb to Otis, which everybody was ooing and eyeing about, almost in comparison to the way when Goldberg was doing his jackhammer to anybody and everybody, especially yeah. of size. I wonder if, I wonder if Otis could uh, powerbomb uh, Strowman. I don't know. That would be, an be interesting, interesting well, wouldn't I, it? I, I think, though, with Otis's height differential, maybe a – Literally, not to get him too far off the ground. No, he wouldn't have to. That is, and really, you know, if you look at the if you look at the coverage, you, you look at the clip. It was, yeah, he got him up off the air, but he didn't get the power bomb up to his head where you traditionally see yeah. the bump starting. He got him up to about his neck before he put him down. Either way, it's still a power bomb in my opinion. But is this really the way that you know brought, everything was new and? You know, he was, East, you know, CYN, control your narrative, and everybody was surprised when he was released a year ago, yada, yada, yada. Is this really the best way that WWE could have brought Braun back? And what is this doing with him really just beating up people half his size in these tag teams, especially now two, two shows in a row against the Alpha Academy? What is this doing for Strowman coming back? Because this kind of thing will fizzle very quickly. No, I was kind of surprised. They said they were going to bring him in and make an immediate impact and put him in the main events and all this stuff. 
and he's directly put with Alpha Academy. I was like, all the things you can do, all the people to put him against. I guess just to like make him the monster of monsters, whatever his thing is now, to okay. lay waste to them to go up higher quickly, hopefully. But okay, it's kind of silly to put him up against Alpha Academy, in my opinion. Chief, I, I, <laughs> I really don't want to say this, but I, I say it I, anyway. I really didn't like Strowman when he was up before, and. I really, I, I've, you know, I wish him all the best. I hope he gets over again, but he doesn't do anything for me. I'm Could sorry. this now? It was mentioned during the week uh, again in reading some of the articles that are out there that many believe Strowman is better off as part of a faction, like he was originally with the Wyatt family. He was part of that group um, where he excelled, etc. It could this possibly be going along the lines of what Matt's talking about making him look like a powerhouse again could it be a prelude to someone else returning to WWE and rejoining Mr. Strowman well, everybody's expecting it to happen whether it does or not we'll just have to wait and see of course and if you're talking about Bray you know of course yes that, and I'm sure that's who you were talking yep, about absolutely um, we don't know William says, I agree, Chief. I've never liked Braun either. Uh, Ronald says, might be building up Strowman versus Roman. Oh, a little rhyming match there. Um, I don't know. I, to me, it, listen, I think there's a lot other gentlemen that would be well ahead of Strowman to try and have a match with Reigns. We talked about many of the Right. We talked about many of the names early on. But again, that, that's possible. He could very much be just one of those... Let's feed him to Roman as a championship match along the way to get to WrestleMania and then eventually the aftermath from there. Uh, yeah, William says he looked like a powerhouse until he tripped over his own feet on Raw. See, what you didn't see, William, in the blink of an eye, Titus O'Neil came out by accident. They kind of switched, you know, and that was really Titus that tripped. It wasn't, it wasn't Braun, of course. They did some magic there. Um, but anyway, uh, so who knows? And then... It could be a prelude. I, I don't know. I, I think this is a tough start for Braun to be coming back this way. Yeah. I think, you know what? Just bring him back on the stage in the middle of something, staring down Drew or staring down Kevin or staring down the, you know, blood, whatever, and, and making you wonder what they're going to do with this guy. But having him come out and doing the steam against, you know, the tag teams. And what, where, where do you lead with Alpha Academy? You know, you, you think about it and you look about it. Um, you got Bobby Lashley, big fella. Mm -hmm. You got Karrion Cross, big fella. Mm -hmm. Braun Strowman, big fella. Roman, big fella. Your girl, here's Zia Lee. It, wasn't she on uh, AEW last week? You, yeah. kept, you picked her for a couple of matches. She doesn't look too bad for going back and forth. No, she looks good. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Hubcaps. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, see, I lost my dance. No, I didn't <laughs> either. Um, but you stop and look, look at it. There's enough big men. Right. Now, do we have to include Goldberg in that now? Do God, we, I hope I not. Do, uh, and uh, Brock. Brock. Do we have to do? Are, you know, are they in their contracts? Do they have? They can come back and have matches. So that's what eight big men. What are you going to do with them all? You know, you got you got Roman's championship, and we assume the Rock at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Then we. 
figure uh, Carrion's going to go with Drew McIntyre. Okay, the only one that that leaves us, in my opinion, is Lashley, who has a belt. So, who's who realistically is Lashley going to go? You know, is it going to be Theory that Lashley's going to go up against, or is it going to be one of the other fellas? There are many choices. That's the thing. You're not going to. You're not going to answer my question. You're no, just, I am. No, no, no. No, there are. No, oh, I'm saying there are many there's choices. There's a lot of choices. There are. So where would you go? Are you talking about to face Roman? Or are you talking about to face Bra- uh, Strowman? Because I don't think what they're doing with him with this tag team is setting Braun to do anything with any of the names that you mentioned. Nothing. True. Not a hill of beans. Nothing. You know, could he could he go in and, and take out uh, what's his name? Theory? Maybe they they put the briefcase up. Him and Strowman. Strowman comes back. I want the belt so I can go after Roman. What? Because you know Theory's not beating Roman at all. Before WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. Okay? And, and William just said, I hear choices in my head. <laughs> Thank you, William. <laughs> You're right. I do. Choices. But they're not going to do any of that. Nope. Theory ain't beating Roman even after he tried. And here's the thing with Brock. Okay? I believe that with the way that the event went down when Brock lost at the last pay-per-view and the way that he lost, sure, could he come back with a vengeance and a little bit of the old Brock, not the farmer Brock and the happy-go-lucky Brock, a little twist to that to go back after Roman? Sure. But do you think that match ended Brock and Roman? For now, for a while. For now, yeah. I mean, how, I guess the real, how many more times can you go back to Brock and Roman? You Again, it's not happening between now and WrestleMania, right? No. No. Could Braun go down to NXT? Go against Breaker? Sure. I, I could see that. I could see that almost more reasonable than what he's doing with the tag guys. I agree. I didn't see Ron being in like the main event picture of Raw. <sighs> Maybe. But there's already a lot of people involved in that, isn't there? On the, I mean... I mean, the you raw got, side, not really. Who's who's invo- who could be involved in the main event on the raw side? Because again, we're talking the universal champion that can go either shows. So the names that we talked about that you threw out there, who's on the raw side? Rollins, Riddle. But I'm saying the names that Chief brought out, the Roll big the big fellas, okay? Because that's where Roman is, right? <coughs> okay, so uh, that's why say? I hate having two belts. Have one freaking belt. It can go to either show. Move some of the people around to the different shows, and I think you would have better content on both shows. Easiest way to split the belt is have theory cash in and win. Do you think? Because then Paul Heyman can come out the next week and be like, "That contract yeah, only says for I one see. belt. Give me the other belt right. back now." And, and, and you talk, we talked about that last week, and that and that's a great line to be able to split the belts again because I'm sure wow. that they are are. Who uh, SmackDown USA doesn't have a heavyweight title belt. Nope. Okay, so from a money standpoint, that sucks. Um, w- uh, William, we got we got both of those. We absolutely Kevin Owens. There's a guy's name right now, though. He's kind of being positioned a little bit. We saw him with Sammy uh, a couple of weeks ago, figuring out a way to maybe get them involved to get the tag belts off of the USO brothers. And again, we're seeing a little kerfuffle happening between the USO brothers and Jay. The way he's been responding with Sammy. So could Sammy really be working a wedge between the, the tag belts for him and KO to go after that? I don't know. 
Um, here's Ron who brings up a great point. You've got to have a champion that wants to work. I, and Lesnar's not. We, we know, we know somebody. <laughs> we know somebody <laughs> who'll work seven days a week if they put the belt on him. TikTok. And you guys know him down in Florida, too. So I'll just leave it at that, and the fans can guess. We'll see how this continues to shake out. I, th I think the, bigger, the biggest question mark of all the names we put out there is Strowman. Where are they going to fit him in somewhere in really a more logical storyline story than anything else? But yeah. we'll see how it goes. I want to get into the indie report as we're watching now. The fatal four-way live is up in a box watching this from afar. And now we're looking at the two MMA fighters getting ready to go at it, Ronda and Sonya. You know, I didn't, re you know, I didn't real s realize Sonya, and I mean... She got, you know, of course she got handled on the show last night, you know, the way it was written. But I didn't realize that Sonya was uh, a grappler like she is. And she's, she, she's damn good. She, uh, I'm going to give her her just due. I, she's damn good. She, she showed more side of that when she was with Mandy originally. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately because, well, not unfortunately, she had to take the time off because of the stalker issue. Yes. And then she came back, was in the authority figure, and started that little storyline with Naomi. But I don't really think she's been showcased well enough, except for in this match now against Ronda, when you look at the reversals of submissions now. I don't think that side of her has really ever been exploited by the... Look at that. She, she takes a uh, backdrop and still holds on to the, to the uh, hold, could rolling you, out of the ring. Could you imagine Ronda, Charlotte, <laughs> Shayna, and Sonya... As the four. Let me tell you, I, 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 would, I would like to see. Talk to me. I'm, I'm just no, 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 absolutely. I'm just throwing that out there. Absolutely. You talk about three of those four ladies, though, they all have that MMA background. Charlotte does not. However, that four horsemen from down in NXT was a, was a great storyline that I think was missed up on the main roster originally. Well, that's... But I don't think... Well, that's the guy. That's absolutely. because of the guy that's... It's no longer there. ...lost all the money. No, ab absolutely. So I, I think with Sonya, they Supposedly. still have... I think with Sonya, they still have a big book of opportunity with Sonya because oh, of yeah. her background. They've really never exploited the um, MMA background. Here she's tapping out to Ronda for Ronda to, to win. But they've got that talent. I, I've always thought Sonya... Sonya, in a way, was sort of... When, when she came back, yeah, the authority figure was pretty cool. Yep. I think that went a little too long with her thing with Naomi and then, of course, with Adam Pierce, uh, which culminated with Ronda last week a little bit. But I'd like to see Sonya get back more into a more serious role of wrestling. You know who you don't see no more? Who's that? We're Shotzi. Her, yep. Her name came up to actually be a name possibly to go with uh, Bailey's faction over there. Who knows? Lacey Evans kind of disappeared, too. Well, she was in this she fatal four-way. Yeah, but, yes, they haven't. She was really you know why? With her, I long, seen with her long blonde hair. She, um, she was a Vince McMahon favorite. She yeah. you know, Vince McMahon loved her. I see you have a Twitter up there in the preview box. Who we got? That's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Let's bring yeah, it over. Yeah, go here. ahead. Post it So up. this is Will, now PhD on Twitter at Dr. Fire Will Heath. What's up, Doc? How the you whole, doing? The whole thing reminds me of a Brian Alvarez rant from a few years back about how Vince's WWE was treating the audience like marks because they knew they'd keep buying tickets. Network subs uh, and network subs no matter what. In a way, there's not, it's not a wrong statement. Nope. 
You know, we're, we're, we love the returns. We love when people we don't expect. That's why we always talk about the dirt sheets are killing the surprises of wrestling. You know, let me, let me, let me say this real quick. Mm-hmm. When I used to go to Madison Square every month, Vince's grandfather, who originally started WWF, mm-hmm. you had four matches. Then the announcements went out for the next show. Yep. And you've seen people leaving during the intermission break and running down to... To get tickets. Get tickets for next month. Yep. Okay. It's sold. And that comment right there Mm -hmm. alluded to it. Mm -hmm. So you're right on the money, Doc. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think Vince has got complacent for years. He was like, uh, people are on the WWE network. I don't got to worry about pay-per-views. There's right. no competition. No th- matter what I do, people are going to watch. So They're going to love me. I think he, he expected it, you uh, know? He was the king. WWE really was all that there was on a national and international level, aside from the ROHs and, and New Japans and all of that. I would say New Japan, quite frankly, in Japan, is probably as big as WWE is here. When you pack... You ever been to Japan? I have not. Matt, My daughter has. Okay. When you pick, when you go to Corrigan Hall mm-hmm. in Tokyo, okay, and you're packing 50,000 people in for a freaking show. Right. Every month, every other month, that's New Japan, okay? And that's what they're doing sure. over there. Sure, You know, one, one of our guys, Tito Escondido, is over there right now wrestling. Mm-hmm. And Tito's from SoCal. Uh, he's having a glorious time. Granted, he's away from his family, mm-hmm. but you know what? <laughs> when you're when you're walking into an arena, fifty thousand people, right? You know that says uh, our friend. You know the first time he Kev went down to to Mexico and wrestled at the uh, big uh, big arena down there. There was eighty thousand people down there. Sure, you know. It's like Dusty said when he wrestled in Madison Square um, against Superstar. When he turned around and he looked at the uh, at Madison Square after the match, people were wondering why he turned around. He didn't want that night to end. Sure, and, the, and it, I'm glad you brought that good, up. Yeah, that's yeah. the good part for the yeah. wrestlers. Absolutely, and and that was actually part of the biography about WrestleMania One that everybody involved. When they walked out or when they were walking in the tunnel before they walked out and they heard and felt Madison Square Garden literally shaking. Now, Madison Square Garden capacity is about 20,000, whatever it is. But they also had, remember this term, closed circuit television, where you can buy a ticket to sit in another theater to watch the show. But the the performers, everybody from, from Hulk to Steamboat, to Tito Santana and everybody, that's one of the things they talked about was how Madison Square Garden literally was shaking and the noise. Well, when they walked out, they were like, holy cow. You know, you, you put you put your 22,000 in, in Madison Square, but then the overflow went into the felt form. Yes, yep, yep. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're talking another 15,000, 16,000 there. Yeah. And at that time, that was big. Absolutely. That was huge for... A wrestling show. So, WrestleMania, the, what, the biggest one they had was the one in, what, Detroit? Detroit, 103,000. So, think about this, though. Like, you just brought up, you had, let's, and I'm going to use round numbers here for easy math. 
20,000 Madison Square Garden. Right. 15,000 maybe in felt form. Felt form, right? Correct. Now, add in the unknown factor of how many theaters around the country at the time picked up the signal. Correct. All right? So for WrestleMania 1, I'm not saying they had 100,000 people, but they had probably equivalent to 50 to 60,000 people in all these different outlets, plus being there with eyes on WrestleMania 1. And now... You know, you have a 60,000-seat uh, show at AT&T. It's like, oh, that's normal. You know, right. now it's, you know. So well, it's, it's interesting, really, how many people really saw WrestleMania 1. And you have to remember, you know, you had Madison Square Garden Network. Yes. That, that it was on. And it was in cable. And it was on cable. The little brown box with those buttons. Yeah, and, and you used to have to twist dial. <laughs> that's right. To, the twist. to go to the channels. That's right. So talking about, like, building shaking and stuff, I kind of thought about this. We've all been to, like, hundreds of wrestling shows between all three of us. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the loudest pop you've ever heard in person? <sighs> wow. Like, the crowd went the most nuts. In person? Yeah. Jeez. Like, one you were a part of. I'd have to think about that one, but that's a great question. One, one that comes to my mind would have been the night, 1983, November 1983, Charlotte, North Carolina. three months old. Ric Flair versus Harley Race. That's one of the biggest I heard. The other biggest one I heard would have been the night, and this was at Shea Stadium, Bruno San Martino Mm -hmm. against Larry Sabisco. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, YY Rios on Twitter asks, KSTCA, thoughts count anywhere? We are wrestling. What is it? That's what I just said. KSTCA, what is TCA? TCA, thoughts count anywhere, is a fan favorite wrestling talk show. Talking about the world of pro wrestling from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on those channels. All right, let's go to the Indie Report, birthdays and then pop culture. We got a lot to do in 10 minutes. We've already talked about New Japan being here. UWW number three, December 10th. Where is it going to be, Chief? House of Blues, Mandalay Bay. Tickets are... Seating capacity, 1,400. Tickets are starting about 1999, and max ticket, I think, is 49.99. I believe so. You can go to uww.fed uh, for tickets or see them on Facebook, same handle, as well as on Instagram. Yes, yep. and Twitter, I'm sure, as well. So here's some of the matches. You want to announce some of the matches? Yeah. Let me get to it. Cool. We have uh, Katie Forbes versus Renee Michelle. We have Lady Tapa versus Santana Garrett for the first ever United States Championship. Zara versus Viperus. I guess I bugged Santana enough to get Viperus on the show. <laughs> Rochelle Riveter against Ashley Diem. D'Ambrose. D'Ambrose. Miranda Elise versus a mystery opponent, an internationally known mystery opponent we all want to know. Coming soon, we hope. And then for the tag team championships, we have the Renegade Twins versus Sandra Moon and Bryn Thorne. I will put all my money on the Renegade Twins. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have Maserati versus Zeta Zhang. And then Christy Janes versus Diamante versus Alex Gracia for the Nevada State Championship. That match is going to be a banger. What's great about this show, A, I believe it's going to be family-friendly. Yeah. So, you know, families can go to this. Yes. But you talked about this before, and, like, with the uh, Grand Grand Slam champion for Kenny Omega, the first of anything is pretty cool. Yeah. 
that's what this show's about. So UWW number one was history making because it was really the first all-female promotion, especially coming out of Vegas. Okay? Yes. Now, the second part of that is to now be part of the show where all these champions are going to be crowded for the first time. Yes. That's pretty cool. I like how your guys' opinions change when it comes to females. What do you mean? Uh, who cares about the first if it's Kenny Omega? Oh, it's the first champions for the women. This is so awesome. I meant, I meant the comment about <laughs> Kenny Omega because of everything surrounding the, the AEW guy. stuff. I but. didn't say that. No, I did. I did. I was questioning whether Kenny Omega being great. you guys. I don't know. I didn't say that. Tom is looking forward to it. There you are. Lots of firsts. It's going to be awesome. It will be. It will be a lot of fun, especially new, new arena, new location. I still want to know how they're going to set that up because that stage at Mandalay Bay is like really high. That's a good question. That's above our pay grade. <laughs> they said it's mine. Mine too. Right. When we get there, the experts will know how to set it up, I hope. All right. Let's get into some birthdays before we do pop culture. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. If you are celebrating Happy a birthday, birthday today, birthday. September 10th Happy through next Friday, you. September 16th. Happy birthday, courtesy of Pocket Aces. All right. Here we go. We got a long list for today. Don Morocco, Skinner. Matt Morgan, Trevor Murdoch, superstar Billy Graham, who I saw live in Madison Square Garden, lose to Bob Backlund, the Hammer Greg Valentine, Mr. Wrestling number two, and a personal one, one of the trainers at the I Love Kickboxing Gym that I go to, Teresa Steele, is celebrating a birthday today. And Mr. Chris Connett also. Where's today. that? Today. It's not on Oh, there. okay. Who's Chris? Friend of mine. There you go. All right. Happy birthday, Chris. Tomorrow, September 11th. <laughs> My name is Paul Heyman. He's celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Sojourner Bolt on the 12th. Road Warrior Animal. September 13th, Angelina Love and Baron Corbin. September 14th, Vanellope Ford, Mad Dog Vashon. September 15th, <laughs> Playa. Theodore Long, Adrian Adonis, Rhett Titus, The Master, and Baby. Is that The Master Baby? No. Oh, uh, Ronald White, wait, I'm presuming you're talking about UWW. Details will be coming out soon on that as well. And September 16th, Kira Hogan. At, and were you going to say something? No. Oh, okay. Phil LaFon? Phil LaFon. Who's Phil LaFon? He's a wrestler. Thank you, Captain Obvious. No beep, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, happy birthday to all of you. Celebrating a birthday from now until next Friday. I just Please looked on Facebook, too. Happy birthday to Nicholas Burnett on Monday. Oh, hey, Nicholas, how come we didn't know that? We'll blame Thomas for that. Happy birthday, Nicholas, as that well. That damn brother. That damn, those brothers. All right, we have a few minutes left. I want to get into pop culture. Uh, the NFL season starts tomorrow. Yes. Uh, that Bills Rams game was yes was not the Rams should the Bills should have actually won that game by like fifty but yes. there was a lot of dumb turnovers yeah uh, Stafford did not have a stellar game questioning whether his his elbow is is still healthy well, healthy enough or not but it's one game I mean you know yeah, yeah. you know the, the Patriots went on to one, win a Super Bowl and they dropped the first game one of their six or whatever five whatever it is um, but yes yeah, so a full slate of games tomorrow my Giants take on the Tennessee Titans. Of course, the Raiders will be out in uh, California taking on the Chargers. The Chargers, 
where they play. They're in SoFi Stadium, but given the fact that they're in L.A. and how many Raiders fans from here can go to L.A., I have a funny feeling it's going to be home, home-like advantage for the Raiders tomorrow in, in San Diego. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and whoever your favorite team is, unfortunately, my team is not being televised here. I, I'm so tired of seeing the Cowboys on television. I mean, it's just that we just seem to get Dallas, Green Bay. I think one of the games we're getting televised. I got a website to show you off the air. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think one of the games they're televising out here is Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, which should be actually a pretty good game. Uh, Vikings, the Viking game is televised in the afternoon. I think that's against Green Bay. Not the Niners versus the Bears. Niners and the Bears. Listen, everybody's eyes are going to be on Trey Lance, the quarterback for the Niners, given that they just re-signed Garoppolo, which shocked everybody. Uh, Being in, a Niner fan, I was super surprised. Yeah. That uh, kind of upset Trey Lance. He goes, are they really not have faith in me to rehire or, like, re-sign Garoppolo? But it's good backup plan just in case. Absolutely. Well, listen, the guy's only played 13. I heard the stat yesterday that Trey Lance, in all of his football games, going back to the few he played in college, he has thrown for a total of 350 yards. So how can you not have a good backup plan? You know what I'm saying? I like our Super Bowl. Going to the Super Bowl quarterback yeah, I, backup. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how, how does that? Well, how did Garoppolo fall out of favor? Because he got injured? I mean, here's a guy who I went think he to, was injured and his contract was just up, and they were like, we need to make somebody the future, and why not just do it now? Okay, but obviously they still don't believe in Trey Lance because, like you said, they just signed and they And there were other teams that were going after Garoppolo. And I'm could, sure all the trades were stupid i'm pretty sure someone's oh. like oh i'll give you a fifth round pick for garoppolo yeah, of course. and they were like suck it no. of course chief you got something anyway tampa against dallas tomorrow to, as well to to bring you up to speed on phil lafon is best known for his appearances be in left. the wwf oh boy with the worldwide wrestling federation as phil lafon and with all japan wrestling and ECW under the name Dan Crawford. Maybe we can find a picture of him at some point so, with three minutes to go. Just, just so you know. All right. I wasn't blowing no, smoke. I, you don't blow smoke. I know that. Well, I just never heard of him. Some, sometimes you question. I always question. That's, that's why, we, so have, that's why off, we have fun here. So get off your horse. All right. Let's wrap it up with a few uh, uh, announcements and recognition. First of all, this past week, of course, we saw the passing of Queen Elizabeth, 96, I believe. Yes. And, uh, and now, we uh, what's his name? Prince, uh, this, why am I blanking his name? King Charles. King, King Charles, Charles III. Did you, guys see, did you guys see the error that was put up by CNN? No. I should I have quoted it to you. It was a screenshot that somebody sent to me where spell check was not used because now it said, King is now taking over as Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> 2022, so, you never know. Anyway, rest in peace, Queen. Now, also earlier that day, great CNN anchor, news anchor Bernard Bernie Shaw passed away yeah. uh, as well. And people, I didn't even realize he passed away until late in the day when I came here in the studio for the roundtable. Well. And I saw it pop up. And then uh, also, too, we, we'd be remiss if we did not recognize this as we are not on the air tomorrow. But tomorrow, September 11th, will never be forgotten. Um, so to all the families, all the lives lost, everybody who felt something that day we want to uh send our condolences heartfelt feelings to the families and know that 9-11 should never be and will never be forgotten and to the workers a good friend uh, frankie pizarro he was there former firefighter in new york who's uh, who is down there good friend anyway 
so, my teacher was on the plane that hit the Pentagon. No, really? And oh. rest in peace, Miss Edwards. There you go. All right, with that, make sure you join us for next week, another edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere in one hour. Yeah. Aaron Phillips, hour. Aaron's hour with Aaron Phillips will be on Mystic Mona. So if you want to have a short reading with Mystic, you got to call in. Be here next week because the chief said so. There you go. Final thoughts, Matt, as we head out. Everybody have a good week. Stay safe. Check your brakes in the rain. I saw like five accidents on the way here. Yeah, really. Check your windshield wipers, too. Your blades. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Don't wait until you need them, right, Chief? Go do stupid stuff I on Fremont. So I have stories for next week. I got week. my new ones yesterday. There you go. Oh, by the way, congratulations to the Aces making it to the hey, WNBA yeah, Finals. Yeah, they're going up against Connecticut. Connecticut Sun. I had the whole schedule right there. And, and, uh, and it'll be uh, starting home, tomorrow. home game tomorrow, noon two, time. 2-2-1 two, two, is the format. Home game tomorrow. Two here, two in Connecticut. Game five will be here. All right, with that, have a great week, everybody. From all of us here at Thoughts Count Anywhere, as Man, always. Look at those hubcaps. Be kind to everybody, because we're all we have. Thank everybody for watching. We'll see you next time.